0: Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com This is
1: IFBB Pro Terrell Robinson, Mr. Fitness himself, and I'm on Popolitikin. Welcome back to Popolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, like, comment, and subscribe (laughs) to this interview. I'm now politicking my homie Terrell Robinson. He's the CEO of Dig Deep Fitness LLC. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm blessed, man. How's everything going? I'm wonderful, man. So let me know about your background. Where are you from? Well, I was uh, born in Compton, California. I moved to Louisiana. Uh, went to Southern University. Graduated in business management. Pledged Omega South Uh Worked for Homeland Security for about mm, 12 years, 11 years uh, doing disaster work. And it got to a point where last year, uh, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, was the great flood. And I lost everything in the flood, had five foot of water in my house. And after just dealing with the flood and everything and seeing how short life is, I decided to, uh, take Dead deep, deep fitness full time. I was doing it part time for about five years and I knew in my passion and my love was and to helping people be healthy. So um, I just stepped out on faith about three months ago. And so we're trying to get things lined up and see how how it goes.
0: All right. So how long have
1: you been involved with fitness? Uh, I've been involved with fitness. You're looking at 10 10 years at least. Um, Mm -hmm. I was an athlete in high school. And then even out of high school, I kind of just stayed in shape. And then uh, living in Louisiana, I see a lot of people being unhealthy. So it just, I just woke up and was like, man, I would like to do something to help change that demographic. Cause in Louisiana, people invest in food, but they don't invest in their health. You know, so um, I just kind of started training people one on one and getting into it. I really wanted to reach the obese kids because we have a lot of obese kids in Louisiana. So what are some of the core concepts that you apply to your fitness philosophy? Well, um, I tell them personal progression. Uh, I tell them it wasn't, wrong wasn't built in the day. And a lot of people look at me and they be like, oh man, you fit, you muscular, I ain't ready for you yet. I say, nah, don't let it fool you because your body can do what your body can do. Can't nobody force your body to do overwork. And if they do, they're not helping you reach your goal. My goal is to take it one step at a time, and as your body adapts to what we are doing, and then we move on to the next stage. If you do it that way, it helps people um, see improvements. Once they see improvement, they get more motivated. Once they're motivated, it's kind of like they locked in. So that motivation is the key. Hmm. So how long you been up I mean, so Yeah, that's what's so up. So who are some of your influences with the fitness? Like, how you got into it, like, bodybuilders or who? who? Well, um, honestly, I just started bodybuilding in 2014. I followed it, but I didn't follow it. Um, I used to look at different people, and it's funny, but I, I seen what, um, I watch TV, and I see these fitness gurus come on TV, and I just looked at it and say, hell, that could be me. I feel like I, I, I possess everything that they have. So um, then I had to ask myself, well, why, why isn't it you? Why isn't it you? And um, just realized because I wasn't taking the proper steps to making me. Mm-hmm. So that's when I just kind of went out there and uh, started just doing a little bit at a time, helping one person at a time. I figured if I, if I help one person, I've done something. And I was in a... I guess I called it a relationship, but you know, a uh, relationship comes with communication and both people on the same page being equally yoked and come to find out it wasn't. So it went south. And instead of us harping on what went wrong or what could have happened, I found something to, um, I guess, take my attention away. And, uh, one day I was training and a friend of mine was like, say, bro, won't you become a, uh, Um, Won't you come do this competition with me? I say competition. I say, man, I ain't never did nothing like that. And um, he was like, yeah, it's on such and such day. Come to find out the date was April 26, 2014. And that was my birthday. So I did it just to have something to work towards to see. And let me push myself as I motivate other people to push push themselves, what can I do to lead by example? So I didn't push myself and I stepped on stage for the first time and I got two second places. And then once I got off stage that night, I say, you know what, you better than second place. So um I was hooked at that right then. So um went doing it. But the funny thing about it, what I I try to lead by example and I let people know that no matter what you're going through, it shouldn't stop where you're going i'm saying okay, so what are some of your eating principles uh my eating principles are uh, i stay away from a lot of fast foods uh anything green and grilled um i watch my sodium intake and what a lot of people do is they have a misconception of saying well i went such and such in ate Grilled chicken and such and such. But yeah, you ate grilled chicken, but you don't know how they cook that grilled chicken. Right. A lot of people cook that grilled chicken with a lot of sodium in it. So yeah, you ate grilled chicken and vegetable, but you ate grilled chicken and vegetables with a lot of sodium. And if you're already your body's already retaining water, what sodium going to do is make your body retain more water. So then you'll be bloated and whole uh, water. So a lot of times, especially women, a lot of us, uh, they want to be scale readers. They're not understanding that the scale is manipulative because water weight and actual weight loss is two different things. You're looking at two to three pounds a week of actual fat. Somebody said, "Oh man, I lost six pounds this week." I'm doing uh, yeah. You lost six pounds, but you didn't lose actual fat. You lost water weight, which gonna come back. Ain't going to go. You're going to come back and go, you know. So our game plan is to uh, basically get you where you burn the actual fat. So my eating principles are try to eat anywhere from four to five times a day. And the reason for eating four to five times a day is so you can speed your metabolism up. If you speed your metabolism up and put your body in a fat-burning state, it will help you lose weight. Then I get a lot of questions like, man. I'm trying to lose weight. How eating more gonna help me lose weight? The average mind starts thinking when you eat more, you're gonna gain weight. Well, when you're eating the right things and portion sizing and reading labels and knowing what you put in your body. So I tell my clients, let's let, let me understand what your body can do. So I may start them off on 120 grams of carbs and see how per day and see how their body. Uh, response to that, and let's say they losing too much weight at 120 grams carbs a day. Then I know okay, I can increase the carbs. Or let's say they're not they're plateauing, they're not doing anything well. Let me cut my carbs. But somebody come to me and say, hey, I want to lose weight, and I ask them, well, what's your carb intake? How much protein intake? And you can't tell me that. Then I don't know what you're doing to be able to achieve your goal. So basically. I help you lay the foundation so we can understand where we have, what we have to build from. Now, um, what about supplements? Supplements. Uh, I keep it basic. Anything naturally. Um, I do a lot of BCAAs for recovery. Um, a lot of people do protein shakes. I'm not big on a protein shake because it don't work so well with my digestive system. So it all depends on the individual. Um, but, You want to get your B12s in. You want to get your vitamin Cs in every morning. And if you are doing something like taking any type of hard supplements, you may want to add some milk thistle because that's going to help clean your liver and your kidneys out. Hmm. Are you taking amino acids? Yeah. That's um, in your BCAAs. So uh, your amino acids is in your BCAAs. So a lot of times I drink my amino acids. Um, it's an intra-workout, so it helps with your recovery. Um, a lot of times, also, I do ZMAs. We'll have a little melatonin in it to help me rest that night. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people, if you're as physical as I am, your body's resting, but you're, but you're not resting. You see what I'm saying? You're tired, and you're sitting there relaxing, but it's hard for you to go to sleep. So you want to put your body in a relaxing state. And if you into working out a lot, you may do you a casein protein shake at night before you go to bed because what casein is, it's a form of protein that reaches your muscles slowly. So throughout the night, it'll be going feeding your muscles while you sleep. And it's in cottage cheese too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, so how much of this do you think is mental? I think it's all mental, really, because... I feel that can't nobody tell you what you can't do, but you You see what I'm saying? So you can sit there and look at a picture and say, man, I won't be like that bodybuilder. Guess what? If you put the proper steps in place, you can be like that bodybuilder. You can say, oh, man, I got all this shit on me. No, there's no such thing because it's personal progression. You got to start somewhere. You can't just move your mouth. You got to move your legs. And I do, um, I'm a, a distributor for AdvoCare. And whatever care is they have different supplements. Where they have your BCAAs, your arginine, they help blood flow to your muscles for recovery. But they also have what they call a twenty-four day challenge, and I sell it to a lot of my clients because I want to hold them accountable. And if they invest two hundred and fifteen dollars in the twenty-four day challenge, it's holding them accountable. That breaks down to about eight dollars a day. The first ten is two phases in it. The first ten days is a cleanse phase. So it's going to have your probiotics, all your vitamins in there, all your fiber in there. And it's going to come with a meal plan on telling you what you should do and what you should eat every day. At what time, bam, bam, bam. It's a step-by-step how much water you should be drinking. And then once you get past the 10 days, on day 11, it starts the second phase where it's putting vitamins back into your body. And it's almost give you like a, you know how GNC have their multivitamin pack where it has something like that, where you're going to give you vitamins to take throughout the day. It's going to be color-coded, so it's going to tell you what to do, um, how to do it, so it won't be no confusion. And what I find is from day 1 to day 24, a lot of people lose anywhere the 8 to 15 pounds, naturally. So that's uh, one of my main selling points with the 24-Day Challenge. But even, like, when you lifting, they were saying, like, you got to have, like, the mind-muscle connection, so you should be, like, when you lifting, like, visualizing the muscle growing and stuff like that. Do you do that? Well, when I, when you lifting, I visualize technique. Um, As you as you do your proper technique, that's going to help you make your muscles grow. A lot of people get in there, they throw weight around, or they put more weight on the rack, and then they got to twist and turn just to lift it up. Right. Well... You're not doing. You're not benefiting your body. What I do is I isolate those muscles and I concentrate and I keep a good pump on it. So, uh, if and I do high volume, so I may do four sets of fifteen in chest, and then I may come back and do another four sets of fifteen on another body part. Now, if I'm supersetting, I'm supersetting two different body parts. I'm not going to superset the same body part. Hmm. so and that's 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 where you uh, get muscle fatigue when you superset the same body parts so let's say if I'm supersetting and I'm working chest I may add some shoulders in there what do you think um, about, uh, about steroids that's a question that I get a lot because when somebody look at me first thing they ask me is what I'm taking um <laughs> and, yeah, so I even made a shirt that say, no, I'm not on steroids, but thanks for asking. You know, um, I have my own views on it. Like, in the IFBB, I'm an IFBB pro, and in some leagues, you may have some people that they choose that line of work. They choose to go their way to get that advantage. Me, at 40, I'm like, if I don't have it by nine, I'm not going to get it. And I'm trying to have kids. I wanna. I don't, I don't know the the end result of what steroids do to your body. Nobody really do. So it's taking the gamble. You know, we had we lost two uh, bodybuilders this year, and yeah, that rich do rich in Dallas. Rich, yeah. So in Dallas was on stage and collapsed at the Arnold early in March this year. Uh, and I don't know what, I, I can't sit there because I'm not a person that say I was in the bathroom with him or I walked with him and I actually seen him do it. So I never say somebody's on something if i never seen it. But my thing is, right now, as a competitor, as a bodybuilder, we got to think our health first and competition second. And a lot of people think competition first and our health second. So what do you think about – you kind of look like C.T. Fletcher. Anybody tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, C.T. Fletcher is a guy that I, I kind of idol, being from California and, and, and knowing his history and what he's been through and, and how he overchanged it. And he's a no-nonsense type of guy. You know, I went to California this past two weeks ago, and I didn't get a chance to go visit his gym. But that's on my next visit, that's where i want to go. Because if anything, I just would like to shake his hand. Because when he in there, he's like, there's no room for, um, I don't know if the proper terminology used use, for punking out. Yeah. Gonna get in there, you're going to hit this here, and you're going to eat this line. You know? <laughs> and, and that's my mentality when I'm in the gym. I'm like, let's go. Let's eat. Let, let's work, you know? And a lot of people come to me for personal training because they know I'm no nonsense. And I'ma push you. Whether it's thirty minutes or hour, I'm gonna give you what you're looking for when you step in the gym with me. Yeah, now what do you think? Uh do you know about I know it's like the Cali muscle, the high Cali twins, muscle the, the high yeah. twins. Uh I actually just had Briggs Fitness on my show if you know about him. Brink's yeah. Fitness. Yeah, I had him on my show. You actually my second fitness guest. He was my first one. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, so what, what I guess what'd be the main thing, like to say like somebody like just starting, they trying to Take this for you know for real and make fitness a lifestyle. What would you tell them? Uh don't get caught up in trying to make this happen overnight. Because somebody get in your ear and say, "Hey, man, if you take this here, you can gain fifteen pounds muscle of muscle or this and this and that." And you want to start putting things in your body that you don't know how your body's gonna respond to it. And now instead of trying to get ahead, you're setting yourself backwards. Um, my thing is. Fight for what you want. Take the time, get in the gym and grind, bust your tail, because ain't nobody going to give you nothing. You know, I've stepped on stage many times with, I feel physique better than some people that got placed ahead of me. But guess what? When I got off a stage, I poke my chest up and I go in the gym and I go back in the grind. I go back and grind because at the end of the day, I feel that they can't deny me. You know, uh, one, one, one of my success stories when it comes to fitness is when I turned pro, uh, I turned pro in August of 2016, August 31st, August 12th. Like I say, my house flooded. I lost everything. Um, I was getting my house out during the day, trying to train at night, eating a basic diet. I'm talking about chicken and rice and doing cardio. I'm, I'm, doing 20, I'm pulling 24 hours cause I had already paid for the trip to go to Pittsburgh. Now, people tell me, man, you just lost all your possessions. Only thing you have is you, your truck, and your dog. Why are you worrying about going to a competition? I say because I started training for it, and I'm offended for it. I'm not going to let today's situation dictate my future. I ain't know what thing was going to be in store when I hit Pittsburgh, but I went in Pittsburgh with the tenacity of a bulldog. When I left Pittsburgh, I left Pittsburgh being the IFBB pro,
0: yeah. and
1: and that's if if that tells you anything about my determination, my my ter- my determination about just life in general. That's why I kind of tell my clients: you may not get it right when you want it, but we take small achievements and we capitalize on. It. yeah and- I know, like especially like with bodybuilding, it takes like. I was reading, like, it'll take, like, five to six years just to build your base. So a lot of people think, like, that shit, yeah, it takes, like, five years to get that, you know, the weights and the shoulders and chest, all that. that, And and I just said five years, five years of consistently humping. Consistently humping. And I tell anybody, if you want to get into bodybuilding and you can't die for a year mentally, say, you know, die for 10 months out of the year, It ain't for you because sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to go to a family function and while everybody got greens, uh, uh, coffee, jay, touffet, all that all on the table, you reach in your bag and you pull out some tilapia and asparagus. (laughs) (laughs) You, You know what I'm saying? So if your mindset ain't like that where you can handle that, then it ain't for you because sometimes you have to go above and beyond just to achieve your goal. And how much? How much of it is like, far as like, how much reading do you do on the subject? Well, um, uh, what I do on my reading part of it is basically what I can do to maximize my my fitness business. So, uh, I'm about to go get another certification in nutrition. then once I finish that, I'm gonna get a sports and um a sports. What is it? Sports science. Um. Certification, because I want to be fluent with what I offer. What um, you think about the weed, though? What about the weed, the good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny you asked me that. I had a competitor that I was helping, and uh, she had did a first show, and I was like, she asked me to help because she ain't do it as well as she wanted to, and I'm helping her, and she said, you know, this shit crazy. All I want to do is smoke weed and drink Hennessy and eat kind of clean a little bit, I was like, you know what? Hey, I can't say weed will do anything for you because it's ca- actually, weed is natural. It right. You it's coming from the earth. So uh, a lot of times, it may help you recover faster. Help you he go to sleep, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because uh, a lot of people think, uh, and that's why I say it help you recover faster because a lot of people think that being in the gym 24 four seven is what make your muscle grow. No, recovery makes your muscle grow when you rest and and let your body catch up with itself. Then what I what I'm learning the most is a lot of people tell me is like every, your gains are made in the kitchen anyway. Exactly. And and I get up here on the Sunday and I put together 20, 30 meals for Damn. the week. And 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 I post on social media so they show people that hey, if I could do it, you could do it. You know, I, I ain't nobody special. I ain't nobody different than you. When you get up in the morning, you put your pants leg one pants on one leg at a time, just like me. So, but you was you was you fat or was you always in shape? Because some people, I was, like I I was, think, you know, like you got like people that's like you got a lot of people they were skinny growing up, then they just start lifting weight. So I would be kind of looking at like that's easier than somebody that was fat and they get swole, You know, I was skinny. I yeah. was skinny. I was skinny. And, um, I just grain muscle, but how I did it, I, I call it, I call it of dirty boat, you know, like when I lift heavy on legs or chest day, I'll go get some pancakes, some <laughs> I'll go get a pizza and I load. like, you know, I, I, I wasn't scared to feed my muscle. And, um, I tell people, they like, man, you got some good genetics. I say, I'm thankful for it and I'm going to use them, you know? Um, but w- depending on the age, when you, now you going to say age, when you do decide to step into this, uh, bodybuilding ramification, you need to know your body. And one thing I ask, especially males to go do is get your testosterone checked. Because if, if you have low testosterone, you going to lift, 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 but you ain't going to gain. So when you, you were say, saying you in Louisiana now? Yes, I'm in Louisiana. So I would say, I know, because I'm from Mississippi, so I know, like you said, you deal with a lot of obesity. So how is it, I know you probably like, out here I'm in mean, California, fitness is more of a norm. But I there yeah. like, you kind of like the exception. They probably look at you weird. So how is it dealing with all the obesity over there? Well, it, it's rough, like I said, because a lot of people don't take interest in their health until too
0: late.
1: <laughs> the doctors say, you need to go and um, go work out. You need to do this and you need to start changing your things because they'll look at me and say, hey, this is uh, too expensive.
0: $30
1: for a half hour or $50 for an hour or eating healthy is expensive. I can't eat that much. Yeah, you just be talking because I, like I noticed like especially vegetables are cheap. That's probably the thing in the stove. (laughs) Yeah. But then, when you have to eat, when you have to eat that protein, and you're eating five or six meals a day, and you're not just going to the store and going and get beef that eighty twenty, no, you are buying that ninety three seven, you know, uh, or that lean turkey. So you're not shopping the stuff that's on sale. You're shopping for that lean, less fat stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna say so. How, like, I just want you to talk about. Uh how you came back from the house again. Cause you know, might have people, that's that a real strong story. So what would you say to anybody that might be going through that right now? Or went through that? Man. Uh, honestly, I would say stay positive. Um, I had got a rude awakening. When I told you I worked for the Homeland Security for uh, 11 and a half years, I worked for FEMA. And as an employee for FEMA, even when I flooded, I caught hell trying to get assistance. <laughs> you work for them. And I worked for them. But the first thing they wanted was me to get back to work. Yeah, like they'll try to do everything I can. When, when you, How long you going to be out? This and that stressing me to get back to work. And I'm homeless. I had to like basically fight just to get my name on the list to uh, get a mobile home. And, and and it's like, man, they wasn't giving, their max wasn't but $33,000. And when you look, come to a home and you look at somebody lost everything, not in the flood zone, so they didn't have flood insurance, and you're trying to penny pinch them on what you're going to give them back. So they lost everything, and you want to give them $15,000, dollars 18000 and say They can rebuild their home with debt. Mm. But then they want you, the federal government, they want you to get in debt. So now they force you to go to SBA. So now you've created a loan that you didn't have before that you're paying back because your homeowners insurance didn't help you. Because you didn't have flood insurance, even though you pay your homeowners insurance every year, every month. Ain't miss a beat. They try to set up a program to help you. The federal government is going to give you the bad minimum. And now you're driving the debt just to get your life back to normal. So, and it can be frustrating. It can be depressing. But if you have in your mindset where you're not going to depend on them to help you get yourself together, you're going to take what you got and you're going to do it by any means necessary to get back in your home because you have that fight it's going to pull some of the stress off you of worrying about what somebody else is going to give you or what somebody else is going to do for you. And a lot of times it humbles us because we may have to live in a home that's not all the way finished. You may have to do one room at a time. But guess what? Always know that doing one room at a time, when you finish, it's yours. It's done. So what do you think about uh how did what did it teach you about material things? Man, um uh, I grew up poor, so in my mindset I always wanted to want to have nicer things and pay for it. But when it comes to material things, it's just a fad, you know, because when you learn about depreciation, even with cars and so when you learn about depreciation, you learn that the value of what you purchase diminishes when you when you put it in your home or or when you uh drive it off the lot. You know, I can go get I went and got one of the nicest TVs they had in the in the store. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Three months later another TV gonna come with more functions in it. Right. So so basically you just gotta gotta got to be humble and don't forget where you come from. That's my thing. All right, man, what would you like to tell all your fans, people that have been supporting your career so far? Man, if um, one thing that I really would like, if you need any help, follow me on Instagram. uh, Dig Deep Fitness LLC. Uh, You can inbox me. I'm here to help you. Because if there's no you, there wouldn't be no me in my career. All right, man. want to say thanks for coming through Politicking with me. Man, I, bruh, this is a blessing. I thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no doubt, man. We got to come back and do it some more. I always think, like, like I said, I think kind of like with music, fitness should be more incorporated with music, too. You know what I'm saying? They got to preach their healthy lifestyle. And um, I wanted to get back on one thing. When I say, when, when you learn about not uh, depending on somebody else, I'm Omega. You know when I lost everything, I emailed Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, um, Tom Journal. Now all these cats, they they had a um, they had contracts through like Lowe's and Home Depot where they were giving like $300 gift cards away just for people to redo their lawn and stuff like that. You know, and trying to get help, I didn't get a response from none of them. I could've been better. You no know, salty, but when you put faith in somebody else, it's gonna make you depreciate, it's gonna make you uh depressed. Like, damn man, they got all this shit and they ain't trying to help me, and I ain't got nothing, you know what I'm saying? So um just be patient and let it come to you. So, how you doing now? Man, I'm I'm almost finished, but I'm blessed, man at the end of the day. I'm almost here. I I created some debt that I didn't have before. Uh but those God, good Lord, keep blessing me, man. I'm just taking it one day at a time. You What's your problem? social media? Um in my Instagram is Dig Deep Fitness D I G D E E P F I T N E S S L L C D-I-G D-E-E-P F-I-T-N-E-S-S L C. Dig Deep Fitness L L C. And um I would like to get my following up. You know, because I feel that I have a lot to offer everybody. And when I turned pro, I didn't get a chance to reach out and try to find any sponsors. People would like to sponsor me as an athlete because I had to come home and find a way to get started to get in my house. You know, when you're homeless, like I tell you, I turned pro homeless. So while everybody else who turned pro getting these sponsorship deals because they can go do this show and that show, um, I didn't have that liberty. So now that I'm getting myself together, I'm trying to step out and do within my rank, within my price rank, because, A, I'm not sponsored. B, I got debt from getting back into my home from the flood, so I can't just go every place, every every time they have something, you know. So um, I'm just taking it one day at a time, my brother, and, 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 and thanking God for everything because – so a week ago, a week ago today, I didn't think I was gonna have my mama. She was rough in the hospital, you know. And um, she just got out on Wednesday, and I'm just helping nursing up back to back to health and thank God for every opportunity I can to spend with her. Cause you never know when she's gonna be here, and when she's not. So uh take care of yourself and love your family members. That's why I tell anybody, because and if you want a reason. To get healthy, think of your wife. If you have any kids and you're sitting there unhealthy, think about let your kids be your wife of getting healthy because you want to be able to go in the yard and play with them. You want to be able to go to their graduation. You want to be around for them.
0: PoePolitikin.com. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.